child. I was gonna make a noise. I was gonna make a noise when I got on the phone to make sure like you could hear me. And I completely forgot that noise now. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Mic check one two. One two. I was like, she has to say the other one too. What's the other one? No, I mean you were like my check one two. And I was like, dang, she better say the other one. One two one two. Oh, see, I was, but I was like, is it necessary? I literally had that thought in my head, like, is it necessary for me to say that? Yes. One, two, one, two. For the for the hip hop culture, it is. Um, you know exactly who my parents are. I was not raised in any hip hop culture. And no. those are the those are the people that uh led the hip hop culture. <laughs> that was not my area of ministry. Okay. The one the ones that their R and B lyrics are everyone that uh got into the hip hop game are rebels from the church. Yeah. Mm. That's okay. that's okay. They served their ministry one way or another. I didn't have that rebel spirit in me. I think my mom I don't think that was something that, you know, she was gonna be too cool with or my daddy. So like yeah, uh, do you I think never any felt, of their never, parents were cool with it? Oh, I, I'm just saying I never felt the the audacity to try it. Like maybe I would think about it, but do it? No, death wish, death wish. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, exactly. But does the fans do? Anyway, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, thank you so much. For joining Cake and Convos, another That's another me. cake, another mission. That's me trying to do like the applause, like with the crowd, like. No, okay. I mean, I, I could just add it in there. Oh, that part, and cue applause. Perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot has happened since the last time we spoke. And uh, what a way to start this new year. Happy 2021. 2021. Um, how do you feel about this year so far? I saw a meme that said 2021 ain't nothing but 2020 went and got bangs. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That's it. That's all it is. 2020 went and got a new week. And turn it to the side and say it's a new wig. <laughs> Did y'all see? Like we we didn't even make it. We didn't even make uh, it. We didn't even make it a week. A week. Like the least we could do is make it a week, right? A week till what? What happened? Oh, Talk okay. to the people. So, in case you live under a rock or you just don't live on Earth anymore because you moved to Mars, um, on the sixth day of January in 2021. A group of let's say enthusiasts enthusiasts? Is that a way to say sure. it? A that, group of um, enthusiasts decided to yeah. have the audacity as we spoke of earlier to I don't know what but they decided to go and cause massive, massive havoc and deface private property federal property there, loot. Um, I'm trying to say them in like a nice way. They went in the, in there and tore that place up, and we look real bad. 
to like a lot of people. Who's we? They looked real bad. U- <laughs> okay. USA. USA. Oh, you- USA? Yes. I mean, look, I thought it was real interesting. What was I wasn't sure. I wasn't shocked, to be honest. I was too. Like, I think we were on the phone when I like got home yeah. and saw it. And you were shocked, and I was just like, well, I mean, what what was I like? What was I supposed to uh, do? I mean, the the thing is, is that it's all guys. You know, I'm all about perception, and it's all about how you see these events. Mm-hmm. What was it bad? Long story short, yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. It was like, was it bad? Yes, yes. But was this shocking? No. No, it was not. And uh, depending on the color or the hue of your skin, ooh, hue. It could it could be very shocking or not shocking at all. And unfortunately, I'm blackity black, so <laughs> it was not shocking at all. It's actually quite. It's it's really interesting because I was in a, a group chat the other day and you know how like FBI is like hey social media we need your help and we're like yeah <laughs> and, and everyone just wanted to like go in and just I mean kids are calling out their parents these Gen Z kids are do not play Yo, with anybody they were like you were mad when I went to Black Lives Matter protest and now I see you and my uncle at the rally yeah I'm calling you out Mm. It don't matter. Shout it out. It don't matter if you, First, you ruined your. <laughs> and shout out to that girl who defended herself when that lady um attacked her and it was on camera. Okay, shout out to her. She gave her a nice little bop. Okay, don't put your hand on nobody's face. You should always protect yourself. She protected herself in a crowd full of um angry agitators. Um, so she should nothing should happen to her. Matter of fact, she should press charges. It's like this: if it's... you start a fight with a person, you want to sue them because you lost. No, you you asked for this. That's what that's what sore losers do. <laughs> sore losers. Let's it's, not get into that because sore losers. I just found out somebody I'm close to is a sore loser when it comes to like play. They will deny, deny, deny that if you want, if you beat them. Nope, you didn't beat me because X, Y, and Z. I was like, no. Look, you're talking to a sore loser, but I will admit when I lose, but it doesn't mean I'll. I'll be like have a smile on my face all the time. Oh, they were straight denial. So at least you're. Oh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you're not sore. You're not super sore. Oh, I'm sore internally. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, haha. Oh, like we could go to let's say we could go to Dave and Buster's and play some random game, and you win. And it's like, haha, that was nice, good one. <laughs> deep down, I'm like, deep down, I'm like, let's run it right now (laughs) (laughs) like no we need round two right now rematch like right now rematch and i mean that so so yeah um a bunch of sore losers stormed the capitol the other day and they're getting their um they're getting their cause yeah cause and effect consequences consequences which is just the kids i just tell the kids all the time there is a consequence for your action. It can be a positive consequence or it can be negative, but there is a consequence for your action. 
And honestly, I was saying in the chat, I was like, this is the best way to fight racism. <laughs> take, <laughs> take take their job away. And uh, yeah, get that that stain on their record. But it's it it's like a it's the best way to do it for now, but it's not dealing with the internal issue. Right. Well, I mean, I was talking having this conversation with a friend earlier about they were like, um, they realized that when they went to therapy, how much it helps. And it's like a lot of people I think it's now becoming more mainstream for people to go to therapy. But like before people was like, I don't know about to talk to me or tell me about myself. Therapy is none of that. It's not somebody having a conversation with you. I mean, it can feel that way, but therapy is meant for your own thought process. And so they were like, once I went to therapy, I realized like how much it helps me in life. And I was like, well, it's like infection. Like that you have to treat it from the inside before it starts healing on the outside. And if we, cause I feel like everybody is like, it's like generations are now folding over in that aspect. I know older people who have always been like, never see, let them see you sweat. Okay. Even if you don't know the answer, pretend like, you know, the answer, fake it till you make it. Millennials. We like, look, bro, I don't know the answer. Can you tell me? I figured out, I learned. And then once I learn, I put other people on and then I can do it. And then I can show other people how to do it. That's what millennials are. Gen Z are like, I don't know what Gen Z are. Gen Z is, Hey, I'm taking a selfie with my therapist. Right. And we're going to do we're going to do this live, but we can't really do it live because, you know, uh patient client privilege. So, I'm going to hide my camera in my whatever and just record this so I can go back and put clips on it on my TikTok. Right. And get more get more views. So, we're moving from a more mm, conservative view on things to a more progressive view on it and that's what's happening like times are changing and it's a it's an overlap of generations so you had a generation that's just like hide everything and just deal with it privately then you got a generation that's open to doing stuff but you know i don't really know and then you got generations like no we doing this all mixed together right now and america has to decide or like really the world has to decide what they want for the future like we cannot we cannot change anything until you change the structure of it. So if a house or the foundation becomes cracked or is crumbling, you cannot do anything with the structure of it until you fix the base of it. And it takes a lot of work to fix like a foundation or something. I don't think a lot of people are willing to put in that work because you're not going to look good for like an ex- extended time when you're trying to fix something. Like if you're working out, like, you don't look too cute, baby. You sweating, you hot, and you getting out of breath and stuff. But, like, as you keep working at that same issue, eventually it becomes easier and it looks better in your mind frame. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to look mm. bad. And I think that's what's the problem. No. Like, nobody wants to look bad and say, hey, we messed up. Nobody, name a time when people really be like, you know what, I messed up. As a corporation, as a... Oh, I could tell you. Oh, tell me. Like, I mean, like, you know what? Hey, we mess up. I mean, think we be racist sometimes. You know, they don't necessarily <laughs> say <laughs> that. But if you remember, uh, 
when George George Floyd happened, all these companies were like, yeah, we do not support this. Uh, and then anytime anyone was saying something sideways, they want to distance themselves so much and be like, this does not represent our company and our values, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's one thing to be like, okay, well, you have to see it not as a personal side. One, they're trying to save face for their company. Right. Two, they don't want to, uh, you know, lose any business customers. And three, they know like that's morally the right thing to do, even if deep down in their core or executive management, they don't really care. Which is cool. Which is what is appreciated. Which is our, which is the steps that we need. But I'm saying, what corporation has came out? You found out they did bad, like they did like. Um, I'm not talking about like scandals where like oh we put like a little black kid in a little monkey suit. It was like ooh we didn't <laughs> think about that stuff not that kind of stuff because sometimes that stuff be a little like they 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 lens is just like they don't think about it because that's not in their lens and then when it's like in their face they'll be like oh I forgot it might correlate to this and then they'd be like oh right. we was kind of blind to it not nothing like that I mean like corruption going on. They messed up really bad, and they was like, "You know what? We did make a mistake. We apologize. We are sorry." Nobody wants to accept blame and look back because, well, people don't like getting sued. That part. That part. Or they might take it. They might admit it privately, but it won't be a public. We messed up. I mean, Exxon. I don't know if you're into stocks like that, but back when Exxon had that scandal, and they were just having all the the trades, the fraud, all the money laundering-ish type of stuff going on. Like, it looks bad, but just like everything that looks bad, it takes some time for people to just forget. They, they kind of apologize for what went on, but it's hard to get companies to really apologize for their actions. And, like, and that's the thing, like, I think a lot of things in life people just won't deny like nobody wants to say I messed up and saying you messed up is the hardest thing but it should be the most human thing because we're not perfect Oh, I, I'll, I'll tell people I mess up all the time it's just are you going to accept that I said it so freely like I understand messing up and apologizing mm-hmm. but I was reading in this uh, thing the other day basically I mean, you can apologize, that's one. Make, But you have to make sure there's, like, no resentment towards that person or that, you know, whatever happened. You have to make sure you... Uh, Forgive. Yeah, that's part of it. But that was, like, step three. Oh, really? Forgive. There's, like, four, four steps. Forgiveness is, like, like a huge thing, too, because, like, you can apologize and be sincerely heartfelt, and that person might not forgive you, and you have to accept it. Oh, also, you have to make sure you take the necessary steps to uh, not do that again. And that's like more of a cooperation working with the person that you faulted with. So one, that's hard for two people in any type of relationship. So it's hard for um, just people in relationships to mend that in a right way. Imagine a conglomerate or a company that doesn't really have a face and they're trying to apologize to their customers or to their business people like that's so hard for people in general 
Apologizing, like admitting you're wrong, is like hard for people. Maybe it's not. Y'all let us know. Maybe you're a person that's it's, it's easy to admit. You know what I messed up, or I ain't too good at that, or uh, yeah, my bad. Some stuff is easier than others, but you gotta think about it. Think about it this way: even kids will naturally <laughs> tell a story. So, um, I have a friend, and um, anywho, I can't even tell you. The, I can't even tell you that story. But kids will naturally tell what? a story because. Well, okay, so, um, they, y- yeah, uh, darn you, but kids, kids will <laughs> naturally look at you and be like, "I didn't do that." I just, I yeah, that's when that. that's when who broke it. That's when they're be like, "Who how? broke it?" I don't know. You know exactly who broke it. You know exactly they're, who broke this. They're learning how to lie. It's one of the earliest things kids learn how to do. Yeah, so kids are learning how to lie. And it's like one of the earliest things is it kids learn how to do. Is it, is yes. it learned or is it natural? Because I can think of like even little babies. Two-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do it. it. Seriously, who taught them that? Well, when I... Okay, I will say it comes from a natural place, but they try to perfect it and learn from their environment and uh, what is it, the nature, nurture, what, all that type exactly. of stuff. So exactly. it's it's part of it. Like it's ev- it's in everyone's core to be able to lie. Some people just take time to perfect it later in their life. But that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's like a natural, like breathing? I think it's trait. I, I think it's natural, and. Uh, going back into politics, just a tad. That last president that we had, he practiced a lot, right? And um, it used to work out for him. He did. I think it still. I think it still does work out for him. But the thing is, is that it was natural from the day he was born. Okay, well, I know I can. I have the ability to lie. Then some people try to steer away from it some people don't and they try to perfect it i feel like it's just like a on and off switch like you can turn it on turn it off um is is kind of unfortunate how things played out because now no one knows what is truth and now people are trying to define what truth is based off of whether it's lies or Stuff that's not necessarily true. Everybody has their truth, cause don't isn't it living my truth? That's so twenty. Well, so yeah, every, the truth. Everybody can have a truth, a truth. But is it one of those? Here's the thing. I feel like everyone has a truth, and that's cool. It just it's gotten to the point where it's like I'm going to die for my truth, and it's like wow, we're that passionate now. Mm. Because, like you said, no one wants to be wrong. No one wants to be apologized. And uh, this this could go so many ways in my head. This conversation, but what I'm going to say, (laughs) all of them are bad. What I'm going to say is is um, it's a possibility to live in harmony and be able to disagree. Because a lot of people feel like now that you can disagree. A lot of people 
are like, okay, I disagree with you, and now I cut you off. Now, because we are not on the same thing, like you are enemy number one now, and I, I have, I'm not going to say I have friends because I feel like I have like zero, but I have people that I disagree with and I can still talk to them to this day. Which is, I it's, think that's what comes with understanding though. I mean, that's, it is possible. But there's a, there's a, there's a lot of grown people out there that don't understand. And there's a lot of young people out there that don't understand. It's just choosing to understand and be like, okay, this person doesn't agree with what I'm saying or agree with my truth is it possible for this person to still be in my life I say yes a lot of people operate with no Mm. it's unfortunate but that's how uh 2020 2021 is unfolding and I'm still low-key optimistic about 2021 I don't know why like it's it's gonna be some good stuff I think because I think because everything's up in the air and it's still like the whole new year, new me type of thing. But it's still like a little little aftertaste of 2020. It's the ooh, it's still there. But it depends on what you want to focus on. Like you said with January 6th, that was an aftertaste of 2020. Like I was actually surprised it didn't happen in 2020. That might be the only thing I was surprised about when it came to that. But we're, we're looking forward. I'm looking forward. I think it's going to be a great year. I told, I gave a lesson on New Year's resolutions, and I and I don't think, and a lot of them didn't even know what a New Year's resolution was. And so some of them set their goals for like a New Year's resolution. And I, not necessarily saying that I have one. I just know that I want something different this year can, and beyond. Can you teach the, can you teach the people what the what a revolution is or a resolution sorry oh. <laughs> i was like whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh what you were teaching so i was trying to hear maybe some bullet points um so i just told him to come i said first of all when you make a resolution for yourself it first must be attainable so something that you can actually do and it ha- right. and like if it's for the new year it's for 2021 so that means from january to december what do you want to do or to change or to make happen in your life? Okay. And after several times, I have to explain that from January. Like somebody was like, I want to be a teacher. Um, you can't do that now because you're in school. That's a good future goal. But what do you want to do this year? This year. And someone really had to think about it. Like, and I was like, it could be simple. It's like, you know, trying to think more positively. Or I don't know. Taking better care of yourself. Yeah, I do believe a lot of people, and I'm included, they want to go like hardcore for their New Year's resolution within a year. And it's not that it's not attainable. That's just a lot to buy. It is. Like, it is. Like, you're you're not going to get your doctorate in 12 months when you are in college. Like, you still have to finish college. And then you have a whole program. So... It's one of those things where, like, you're right, certain time frames, we have to be realistic. So I took this class, it was on Shopify, shout out to Shopify, and um, the guy that made FUBU, he Russell? did a class no, about... Russell. Okay, yes, FUBU. 
he did a guy he did a uh goal setting class and basically you know you have 10 goals write them down not only do you write them down but they have to be very specific very specific to what you want to attain and six of them need to have a time frame of six months the other four within two years four years ten years whatever like that and i started thinking about it like okay if i'm doing these new year's resolutions one write it down whether you type it in your phone or physically write it down you you want to make sure you're able to see it right like you have to see your goal you gotta see it before you see it a lot of people try to just believe in this fairy tale and then they get distracted by 2020 or 2021 and then they forget their goals. So make sure you actually see what you're doing. And then having the time frame. Like I had the whole New Year's resolution time frame and I actually looked back in my notes to see it from this this past year. And part of me is because the gyms were closed. I couldn't complete my new year's resolution because i had specific numbers and special specific things i wanted to accomplish but then the other thing was like okay there's some i knocked off that wasn't bad but to be able to like look back and actually see what you accomplish and what you can bring into the new year is huge that's a plus it's a plus yeah i'm sorry you were talking about your teaching and then i got into my but no that's good though because that was better than mine you actually had a master class. Oh, I was just being real. I feel I feel real basic when I be talking to them sometimes. Sometimes basic <laughs> is what's di- what's digestible, okay? Like you can talk to whoever, and I'm saying this for you or the people that are listening into this podcast. Some they, you can always be an expert in something and people are gonna reference you to that thing. But when you are doing that task, you have to be relatable and you have to be able to not just dumb it down, but make it digestible for the audience. Now, if you're in some class where there's a bunch of scholars or whatever like that, and you want to go in on your topic with high level terminology, sure, go ahead. But most people that ask you about you being the expert in your field, they are not high level scholars. So that's why um, when you get to a certain level, you have to be able to be really do what, do really well in public speaking. Not just because it's like, oh, I've been talking all my life. Why am I doing this now? Mm. It's because you have to be able to convey the message, whatever message that is, to your audience. So if I'm trying to get a speaking engagement, which 10 years ago, that would be laughable. Now it's more like, but uh, if I was trying to get a speaking engagement on a topic that I know very well, you have to know your audience. I think that's like rule number one. Well, you got to know who, you, who you're trying to tell it to. There ain't no sense to Correct. tell nobody about, uh, you ain't going to talk to millionaires about how to make money. They already know. Yes and no. I mean, they because always that's are, the- you know, <laughs> but I'm saying like with your basic uh, knowledge, you're not gonna. You're not right. gonna teach them anything. It's just not. I mean, one day we'll we'll talk with them, talk amongst them, and they're they're willing and able to uh, share ideas to make more money. Duh. I sure it's, hope so. If you're a millionaire, you listen to us right now. 
Holler at us. Let us know something. Not only let us know something, you're invited on the podcast. Let's talk about your expertise. But yeah, since this is preheat, um, we don't have to go too deep, I guess. We just get we just warm in the oven. That's it. We just warm in the oven. Yep. So I guess we can start to wrap this up. Wrap it up then. Well, guys, I wish you the best for 2021, no matter what side you pick politically or if you cut people off or if you're very inclusive. I wish you the best because we're all able to um, breathe Mm -hmm. and live another day. Mm -hmm. So with that opportunity, we can make the most of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to make the most of this trip I'm on right now. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you about my gambling problem. Okay, no. Let's, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get into that. <laughs> no, this is a great life lesson. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up with a great life lesson with gambling. That's because so, that's exactly what you want to hear in the sentence to get a life lesson and gambling. Sound about right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. So, gambling is an acquired taste and it's something that you should not put your whole heart into because then you'll lose your money. So uh, long story short, night one, I went and I gambled a little bit of money, but I came in with the mindset, rule number one, you only are going to gamble set amount of money. You don't go deeper into your pockets. You don't put your house up or nothing like that. You're like, hey, I'm coming in. This is what I'm going to do. Rule number two, mindset. You have to have the mindset of I'm going to make money. Once you start saying, oh, I'm going to make my money back or, oh, this is what I'm going to do to get this back, you're already defeating yourself. Might as well not even play. So night one, I had the right mindset. Night two, I got a little ambitious, and then I started to think about the other mindset. I still had the first rule in mind, but it kind of messed up. So I lost a little money. But just just a little? Yeah, just a what, little. What's the lesson though? What's the lesson? The lesson is you have to know yourself in all situations. So one, come in with a strategy. So New Year's resolution is your strategy and life is a gamble. So you really don't know how it's gonna work out, but you have to fill out the table just like I filled out the table on night one. I felt like it was a good night. It was working my favor. I had my strategy. I came up big. Two, always have, well, I said two already. Three, always mm-hmm. have, your, have your goals in mind. If you start to lose those goals, take a step back. For yourself i took a step back but then i got sucked back in which was a which was a no-no okay i'm gonna let you know it's some noise that's like sound like you're scratching something sorry that was my mic i'll stop using stop stop with my head movement but yeah um it was a no-no so you have to know when to take a step away and have a break for yourself um also don't be... How many lessons do you have right now with this? There's there's actually a lot of life lessons. In okay, we, we, they, if, they, if, they, if, they ain't wait, trying wait. to be here this long for this now, Michael. They want to know the p- bullet points. I know. 
this is the bullet points. I'm just long winded. Oh go. Yeah. So anyway, Pray-ful. anyway, Pray-ful. anyway, um, don't be looking at everyone else's strategy and thinking you can multiply and duplicate their strategy. Some people come in guns blazing, thinking they're going to be somebody and they end up losing a lot of money and losing a life. So stick to your pr- strategy. You'll be all right. Okay. So give them the bullet points in order so they know. Oh, they're going to have to just listen to it back. Listen back to this. My Lord. Okay. Because I, I, I didn't write this down. This is off the top. But um, yeah, we we're happy for 2021. It's a new gambling table. <laughs> and you just got to feel it out, man. Just feel it out. I'm rooting for you. Keep to your strategy. And we are going to do all right. We're going to come up on top. All right. I... Thanks. That's my two cents or two chips, whatever you want to call it. But um, bump. But um, bump. Yeah. Do you have anything for the people? It's gonna be a good year. Claim it, receive it. Period. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for this episode, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to season two. Stay tuned. Yeah, nom nom. Delish. Delish. <laughs> <laughs>